Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Jared. And we're the Sci-Fi Scholars. This is our Avengers Endgame review. So obviously, being... You don't know what Endgame is. You've got a problem. Also, this is going to be full of spoilers. So even though people said... Well, the studio was like, don't spoil it for people. If you're listening to this, we've told you there's spoilers. Now it's your problem. Yep. Not that there's really, to be perfectly honest, that much to spoil, in my opinion. Yeah, there is. There's no end credit scene. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, which our cinema decided to uh, spoil for us before we even walked in. Yeah, they have a sign saying, no spoilers, but there's no end credit scene. It's like, well... Which is a spoiler in my book. Yeah. Because I was like, I wonder if they're going to do it. And then I was like, I don't need a wonder anymore because they already told me that they're not freaking doing it. I was pissed by that, actually. Yeah, it, it's a bit annoying. Over, overall, throughout the movie, though, the biggest thing they got wrong was to do with putting the time stones back, or the, all the stones back and not affecting the timeline because they said if you don't put the time, like the, all the infinity stones back in the right place, they won't be in the right place in the timeline, so it will cause a dark alternate reality. Yeah. But if you then, obviously, they kill Thanos at one point. And he's from 2014. So then... And, and freaking Nebula kills herself. Yeah. Her past self. So how does she still exist? Well, that's that's explaining the whole, like, your past and your future thing, kind of. Not but, really. Yeah, well, they tried to. They but didn't yeah. explain it at all. No. But, like, Maybe but, I missed something yeah. and I'm happy to be corrected, but... The, um... Yeah, so then... If the time stones aren't collected, or the infinity stones, including the time stone, aren't collected by um, Thanos when they were meant to be, then they're not in the correct place in the timeline. So Mm -hmm. then the dark reality happens unless um, Tilda Swinson's version, like the ancient one or like Source of Supreme, is incorrect about creating an in a dark timeline, which means they didn't actually need to go back to put the time or the infinity stones back where they belong. Mm-hmm. But then, that if that was the case, then they've lost their excuse for Captain America being able to retire. Yeah, which... So, it's a plot hole, but it's a very convenient plot hole to cover other things that they wanted to round characters off with. Yeah, it was, it was a bit. Because, like we said, they killed Thanos in, or snap him out of existence, I suppose. I guess they could have been snapping them out of time travel and then back into their own timeline, which is bullshit. But Yeah, that's a theory. Because it, it looks very much like they just disappeared. Like like he did exactly what to Thanos what Thanos did to them. So um, for me it was a – that was a killing slash snapping him out of existence, not necessarily snapping him back to his time. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm just saying, I'm just saying the only excusable way that I can think of for the timelines to work and characters not be blatantly yeah. incorrect is that yeah which for our peace of mind we're going to say is the the truth unless they tell us otherwise but then again okay it's a movie that involves time travel and ridiculous amounts of power so I don't think getting some aspect of time travel wrong is really a problem because they also address the idea that movies don't understand time travel in a in a kind of meta like yeah, way that, so they but that what they're doing there as well is kind of saying every other movie gets it wrong but we get it right that's essentially what they said in that moment yeah but at the same time 
<laughs> if you're going to claim everyone else that doesn't understand, it's the same as saying you don't understand either. Yeah. Yeah. They, it, it is. But for me, it was like, I didn't not like the movie, but I didn't like the movie for me because it pretty much was exactly what everyone said it was going to be. Yeah. Yet the directors and clearly had said nobody's got the fan theory correct. So for me, that's them being really nitpicky and saying every fan theory they read is wrong because only one slither of what they said was right, um, was wrong and everything, everything else might have been right. Because everything that happened, apart from obviously small beats, just the broad strokes of the movie happened exactly how I was expecting it to happen. Yeah, well... like. Everything we talked about how obviously Tony Stark was going to have to be rather integral in yeah. fixing the timeline and saving everyone on the basis that when he like um Doctor Strange is basically saying handing it over, he looks at him and basically says this is the only way and yeah like, saves him. So yes, he did the like, figured out what's called the the time travel part and also figured out and actually got the gauntlet and clipped it himself. Like so yes. I would say if that, that was a fan theory, which it was, I didn't write it up on the, on the internet, but like, yep, Tony Stark was massively integral to the solving this. Yeah. And there was other reasonably basic level ones like that that I have. Oh, pretty much everyone was like, yeah, well, all those people aren't dead, which was 100%. They brought everyone back. Well, they were technically dead. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is they brought everyone back. Oh, and, and then they really they cheated used with, time travel to fix it. They really cheated with Gamora. Yes, because they've pulled ex- her out of twenty fourteen. They've and they've also said the way that she was killed originally isn't reversible with the Infinity Stones. Other, which than, is why spoiler: Black Widow is dead still. Yes, her and Tony Stark are the only ones that died in this entire movie. From the good guys' side, well. Yes. Vision has stayed dead so far. And it's suggested he's never coming back, just yes. the way they use the Scarlet Witch. Except that they have their own TV series coming. Vision and Scarlet Witch have their own TV series coming. So it's going to be... Mellow. So it's either going to be set in the past, which means it's going to be very hard for them to... Well, they, they'll they have to stick re- with continuity. They could rebuild Vision, though. Theoretically. Because they have his source material and they have the Infinity Stone. Well, not anymore, they don't. What do they do with the Infinity Stones after they finished? They were on. They put them all back where they were. Yeah, but they can go Sorry. back into the future again. I can get it if they need to. Theoretically, because we should hear the Reality Stone, right? I can't remember which one he was, had. Was, it was the Mind Mind Stone? Yeah, okay. So I, they could get them if they needed to. Because but they, the theory, the thing being now, is they've now what solved- they've done is they went back to say like and took things from the past. But they're still five years in the future, which means it's five years after he's already died. And going by our earlier theory with what's it called, with Thanos being snapped back into where he was without memory of it, so everything that had to happen has to happen or could yep. happen again, that means Vision is dead. Yeah. And the stones have disappeared. Unless, of course, they're going to do some other bullshit, but we'll find out. Exactly, when that show comes out. But, yeah, it was one of those... Small little things where, and they even alluded to Loki not being dead again because he did something that he didn't do originally in the original timeline. Yes. He's found the 
stone and snapped himself out. He stole the Tesseract. He stole the Tesseract b- before the end of what we see, the very last, one of the last scenes of the first Avengers movie happens. Yep. So they kind of fracked with the timeline already. Yeah, they did. So, well, the other thing I really, really, and there is a Loki TV show coming too. So, I'm wondering whether that's actually going to be set after that rather than actually in the past, like everyone has been theorizing. That's cool. Uh, The one thing I really liked was the whole not kind of semi nod to the the comics with the whole Captain America is Hydra thing, yes, and also the knowledge that they now know that a lot of S.H.I.E.L.D. was Hydra. Yeah, and they used that to steal the Deceptor. Don't don't worry about it. Like, this is perfectly fine. You don't need to call anyone to confirm that I'm now not ripping you off. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. I thought that was clever. That was a really good and intelligent way of doing it. Yeah, because it's also one of the uh, most hated Captain America storylines of recent that they had to retcon it or something. I didn't actually read into it. I just read headlines about it. As far as I'm aware... He joined. He went, went fully Hydra because he was completely undercover, and no one knew. Not even the readers. Exactly is effectively what they did. From yeah, what I've that, heard, that's what I heard as well. Because they readers hated it so much, they went, "Oh shit! What do I do to fix that?" Yeah, and I did like how Thor was finally had okay with someone else picking up his hammer because he wasn't. He originally wasn't, no, but was even not, in Age of Ultron when. Steve almost picks it up. He kind of has that look of, wow, that's someone almost did it. But at the same time, kind of like, well, if someone else is going to do it. <laughs> and then also Ultron just like waves it around, which I thought was funny. But yeah. But that so, was Vision. But yeah. Oh, Vision. Yes, right. <laughs> ah, whatever. They're all robots. <laughs> They're robots. Too different. But that's, that. you know, that it was again one of those movies. It was a Marvel movie. Yep. That I went in, it wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been. Yeah. Much like Infinity War, although I did actually quite enjoy Infinity War more than I expected to, whereas this I kind of was hoping to like it more than I did, but that's not to say it, they haven't done a good job. No, it's, it's okay. for the number of characters that they used, the way that they balanced the time, like the story and around them was done I do very still feel well. like it was too long. I, I get why, though, and I was glad it ended up being a three-hour movie. Like, I would have been, if I went in knowing it was only two and a half, I would have been like, mm, are they going to be able to do it? But it did feel a little too long in, at times. But at the same time, I'm glad they allowed them to time. Yeah, It's one of those weird sort of catch-22s where I'm like, it felt long, but I'm kind of glad it was that long. Yeah. Well, the same, like, I watched the old Lord of the Rings extended versions in one day. And that's a long day. Oh, yeah. That's but like 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how long. It is, it's ridiculous. It is. But at the same time, like, I grew up reading those books because I'm a massive reading nerd. Yeah. And even then I was like, oh, but they missed these parts. Like, yeah, for, but, for, so but for the that, difference is, though. I knew the source material for that. You knew the source material and it's based on an actual book using the book's story and adapting it, whereas yeah. this, while is using characters from the comics, is not actually necessarily adapting any specific storyline from the comics. No. And the difference being comic storylines that they normally adapt are only, you know, six-issue arcs that usually have tie-ins and whatnot which then bloat them out, but the actual core story itself is not that long. Yes, it's done over like, you know, six months or a year because they're monthly issues normally. So, and I don't think this this was a, this didn't adapt any specific storyline. 
No. They used influences from obviously the Infinity Saga that they had in the comics, but yep. it wasn't the same story at all because they didn't have the same characters at the time, obviously, with some of the other things going on. So they adapted as much like Civil War was adapted, but they changed the story. So it's not a necessarily... Uh, this is the storyline we're trying to create on the big screen. It was like, hey, we've been inspired by this story and we're going to take elements of it, but it's not that story. So yeah. that's where that kind of comes in for me. But at the same time, like I said, how well, like you needed the three hours to accumulate all freaking 10 years or 22 movies, 21 movies, Twenty. this is the yeah. 22nd, I think. Uh, so it's kind of one of those things where I'm glad they were given the time and from what I understand, they would definitely... The directors didn't have too much interference from studio, which is good. Um, but, you know, those just felt long. Like I was hoping it didn't feel long, but it did to me. Yeah. And then, so obviously I enjoyed a lot of the characters. Like some characters were semi-throwaway. It's like Korg was in it. Yeah. But he was in it in a very... Comedic. Com- like, like but not same- full-on comedic, actually. Yeah, but like it's... He was there to provide us a character reference for th- yes. what Thor's been up to. And where he's at it. Yeah, and it was done well. And yeah, I totally agree. And also it was like he didn't actually, I'm pretty sure he didn't show up for their final battle. Like it's, no, he wasn't there. Not that I saw anyway. Yeah, he might well, have been he, the like there was a, There was a little bit crazy in that battle. But then again, in those... Yeah, I have a bit of a problem with that battle. Oops, yeah, there's a... Well, number one, Thanos' power spikes up and down drastically. So does yes. Captain Marvel's and so does Thor's. Obviously, Tony Stark manages to pull off some stuff that he arguably shouldn't have been able to, but maybe he was messing with the gauntlet because it's his tech and managed to steal it or something. Yeah, it was a little bit. I th- I, that one I can kind of, you know, how he steals his, the, the, stones, the stones and yeah. stuff and how he almost takes the gauntlet off. That to me kind of makes a little bit of sense because it's the, the actual glove itself is made from his armour. Yeah, so he can so control I get that, that one. Because, you know, in Infinity War, he couldn't even pull it off by with, like, three other people helping him. So I was like, I can let that one slide because of those that moment. And I was totally fine with that moment. My more problem was, like, it was, it was one of those things that in a big battle like that, it is hard to keep track of where everyone is. And people seem to just disappear for moments for too long sometimes where you're just like, what, what? And then they just kind of show up when they're needed. But they also had at least three moments in the middle of a battle where they stop and talk. Yeah. And I'm like, some of them were okay. And they like, you know, you know, Spider-Man when he's got the gauntlet, so, you know, have, trying to have a chat while he's freaking in the middle of a fight. That's a bit different. I'm talking about the scenes where, you know, the only one out of all of them that made sense was when Star-Lord got the dude shot off him by Gamora. It's yeah. the only time it actually kind of made sense that they weren't being still attacked because they were inside a little shell, a little shell part where other people may not have, you know, the enemies may not have known where they were, but the one where Spider-Man rocks up, and then you have that moment with Tony Stark. I'm like, I get that you want to have that moment, but well, I'm the like, other thing is, I it, so Stark's reaction was wrong, in my opinion, but Spider-Man's wasn't because Spider-Man isn't experienced in actual proper battles yet. Yes, he doesn't know what's going on. He's just met his his mentor and he's trying to be like what the hell is going on? I don't like he's yeah. so I don't think it was wrong for Spider-Man to do that, but I think it's wrong that they didn't get shot or like that's, knocked off. That's my biggest or, problem with it is that I mean, yes, I've never been in an actual battle before, but I would imagine that 
when you get that many enemies around, you wouldn't have the opportunity to stop and chat for a good, you know, 30 to 40 seconds. Unless Actually, it was like, slightly longer than that, I reckon. Yeah, it's possible they were not near the front line, but it's very hard to see some of the times. Yeah, but it's it, it kind of happened after yeah. they had started fighting. It wasn't it was. before. No. And then, so it was a bit different when Cap was standing off against the whole army before everyone else rocked up, which was a really cool moment, by the way. Um, where pretty much everybody that's in the entire universe rocked up. And then they had the um, the girl power moment of which I didn't quite get because Captain Marvel was meant to be ridiculously more powerful than pretty much everyone. Yeah, so she was very poorly used in this movie because she flew through a spaceship and just destroyed everything and no problems. Mm-hmm. But then they suggested that she was going to have difficulty flying past a bunch of thugs, mm-hmm. and which had been taken down by people who don't really have powers. Yeah. So, like, the Wakandan women, yeah. like, yes, they got cool fancy tech, but... I'm totally fine with them taking them down, but if you're going to say that they're going to take them down, but then Captain Marvel needs help to get through them to get to where Scott Lang was... Admittedly, there's the whole numbers thing, but it's been demonstrated that she can fly through a spaceship and not... Like, it, she just went straight through the spaceship. The whole spaceship just got d- obliterated. Yeah. And these things don't seem any more powerful than that. Also, Scarlet Witch... His powers seem to like spike and wane. That rapidly. one I didn't mind so much because of the way that it was shown. It was she was she, when she rocked up, and when you saw yeah. her taking on Thanos, it felt right. And then the bombardment with his like the spaceship shooting yeah. is what caused him to get the upper hand on her. I liked that moment. I thought that actually felt right. And then you didn't see her all that much after that. Although it suggested she was helping um, Marvel get to. The, um, yes, Ant- they had that whole yeah. female Avengers assemble part section, which was which I kind of liked, but didn't like at the same time. It was a little weird. It's like I liked it because it's like awesome. Let's inspire you know young young girls to show them that they can do it because they that's a, that's an awesome thing to do. But in the context of where it happened, it did feel a little disjointed for me. I also felt it was a little bit like, oh, yeah, by the way, we've killed Black Widow, but don't worry, there's still female characters around. It did feel a little bit that. And it was a little bit... Because people have been trying to get, obviously, a Black when, Widow movie for yeah, a long time. Which and is they're finally getting one. Which is obviously set it's earlier. It's going to be a prequel. But... Oh. It has to be now. <laughs> oh, not. <laughs> Alternate timeline. <laughs> but it was also, as they ha- that happened, it was a bit of a... We hadn't really seen anyone, like... Uh, what anyone else had been doing at that stage and then all of a sudden after they ran off and then all of a sudden they showed, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Tony Stark's strand. Oh, there he is. And there's Thor. Yeah. It was a little bit like... Thor was hilarious <laughs> in this. He Not was. Because he uh, has a dad bod. <laughs> He's uh, been uh, drowning his sorrows in alcohol. Yes. Which I did like in the, uh, the very opening scene. This has got nothing to do with Thor. Yeah. It's all about Clint, actually. That was probably actually my favourite scene of the entire movie. Um, and so the best thing about that is he's technically one of the he's technically one of the Avengers, although he's argued that he's retired himself. He had. That's yeah. why he hasn't shown up. Yeah. But it shows the everyday person's reaction to just their family disappearing. Yeah. Even though he's more in the know than the actual yes. every person. Yeah, and so he kind of figures out something's gone wrong. He doesn't know necessarily know about Thanos, but uh, I did like that moment. I was just like, wow, that was a really cool scene. That thing kind of got ruined by the Marvel Studios logo taking like 20,000 seconds to just finally show itself. I really felt like what they needed to do was rather than also change the music 
to what was happening in the next scene with Nebula and Tony Stark. It needed almost an emptiness and just the silver Marvel Studios section. So literally you have, don't start that music. You just kind of have what they did. You go, you fade to that Marvel Studios, then you start the music in the next scene. Yeah. I felt I like idea. that would have been way more poignant and way more like smack you in the face of like, whoa, okay, this is, there's something different about this movie. It just didn't, as soon as like they're just the really long Marvel Studios, like it just reeks of self-indulgent from the studio to me. Whereas but at the same time, they've built that history of doing that. So I get it, but for me it was like I really wish they had gone, hey, this movie is a landmark. Let's actually show something a little bit different at the start rather than It would be interesting, though, if they do the next. So obviously the next ones, they've kind of retired all the, a lot of the current heroes, like the, the, the big are. three. They're all gone. Well. Hulk's about the only one that's still kind of kicking. And Clint is as well, Hawkeye, but he's who knows what. Yeah. He's getting his own TV show, actually. And then, so, but obviously, they're bringing in the new bunch. So, yeah. are they going to show the old cinematic or up until they... Endgame, or are they going to start it fresh? It'd be yeah. cool if they start it fresh. Apparently, though, Spider Man Far From Home is the last movie of Phase 3. So, Far From Home is the next Marvel it's movie. It's set after this, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty certain. Because someone, someone else was saying it was set before this, but I, I don't see how it could I, have been. I don't think it, so. Yeah. I don't think it is. Um, but apparently it ends the Phase 3. Cool. Not starts the Phase 4. Everyone thought it started Phase 4, but Kevin Feige recently said in an interview that it's actually the end of Phase 3. So obviously that's what's going to be like the thing that kicks off say, Phase 4 because that's usually what the last movie does. So yeah. it be interesting. And obviously Thor's joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, the Asgardians of the Galaxy, as yeah. he said. Yes. And Quill is in charge and we all know that, don't we? Yes. Definitely. We all know Quill's in charge. And we didn't need to stab each other. Yeah. But overall, like, it was a good movie. I just, because of, my like, previous Marvel films not having the balls to kill off someone, it never, like, this, we only lost two people in this movie. Yep. And regained about 50. So it was like, yes, we had the stakes of losing Stark and losing Romanov, Black Widow, but and technically we lost Steve Rogers as well, even though he got to live out his life, which I liked actually. That was cool. I was disappointed at first because I really wanted, you know, there to be a Captain America, like, you know, sacrifice himself moment, which he almost did. He almost stared down the entire Thanos army by himself. Yeah, he was about to sacrifice He was about to. And then Doctor Strange is like, surprise. With everyone. And I did like when Wong's like, uh, Strange is like, is this it? And he's like, what, you wanted more? <laughs> that was actually a really I a loved really that moment, actually. Moment. Yeah. That, that whole moment there having that, you know, everyone rock up was a really cool moment. And, there were, and you know, and Stark sacrificing himself in those moments with Potts and... Spider-Man were really well done. The Potts stuff was really good because obviously she talked earlier to him about like, are you going to yeah. go to sleep and rest if you don't like think that he's throwing soul? Yeah. And then at the very end when it's that, he's she's basically... Re- that was that was the moment, the nail in the coffin when she first said that to him. Yeah. That I was like, yeah, he's going to die. Yeah. I was like, I'm kind of like 100% on this, but now I'm definitely 100% on it. I was like 98% sure at the start of the movie that Stark was going to die. And then when she said that line, I was like, now I'm 100% sure. Certain, and the fact that they gave him a kid as well, 
I was like, he's definitely going to die now. <laughs> well, like, Clint just had a kid for a while. I know, but <clears throat> they didn't do it in the same sort of way. No, they just broke him. Yeah. They took Which his, made they sense. They took his kid away. <laughs> and then gave it back to him. But obviously he now knows that he's got serious problems. Yes, he's aware of them now. But, I mean, I think in a guy always, in his position... Because in, in the previous ones, he was already aware that if he kept going in that life... Well, that's was, why he quit. Yeah, exactly. So he knew that he couldn't keep doing it and then it happened anyway and he's like... Exactly. I am going to be the vengeance of the Avengers. Well, yeah, he was just like, well, why doesn't my family get to live but these low-life scums, which is all he was taking out? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for me... I liked that part of his story and how when they alluded to it with Rhodey at the start, when they, well, not at the start, but like when they were talking with yep. Romanoff and when she was heading up everything. And they kind of explained away why Mar- Captain Marvel wasn't in the movie, but it's like, it's still just, I felt like she was really poorly used and really poorly done in this movie. Yeah. After a movie that, yes, I granted didn't love or didn't hate, it kind of sat like, you know, you know, in the bottom half of my Marvel movies, yet when she came into this movie, I was just like, meh. The other thing I thought was, was done really well used. is at the end when Rogers is passing on to Sam, how Bucky... Gives the nod. Also, not only gives a nod, but he sends Sam down. He notices, like, it's he's it, so it secure of... in his friendship that he's like, you go talk to him. Like, yeah. I've got time. Like, we'll sort it. I've got time later. I to can the talk point to him of, after you. Yeah, like, it's... He almost saw... It's almost like he almost saw the shield there already. Yeah. And as soon as he saw him, he knew who it was. And kind of saw the shield next to him. It was kind of like, I know what's happening here. Yeah, which I thought was really, really well done. Because obviously the Bucky and Rogers timeline. Another thing that Disney services are doing is a TV show. Or at least like they're all limited series. So like eight, nine episodes in that done and dusted sort of thing from what I understand. Not all of them, but most of them. Unless they go really well. Oh, look, it's extended. Yeah, But they're doing a, a Bucky and Falcon show. Okay. So I'm like, oh. So that's going to like a Winter Soldier and Falcon Shard, but I don't think they called it. Fa- I can't remember what they're called. I don't know even know the name because um obviously Bucky got a new name in um in yeah yeah all those sorts of things. I'm not sure yeah. what they're calling it or what it's going to be about, but that kind of could lean into that. Or it could even. Well, be, I hope it does. Yeah. Otherwise, it's stupid. Yeah. So I think it's. I think they did a lot of really good things, but obviously, being that there's that many characters, that much history, there's always going to be stuff. I do wrong. feel like they paid off a lot of the the history in a well done way and they spent the time that it needed on it most of the time like there was just a few different things that obviously i just felt like fell fell a bit flat and yeah i don't know i walked out not feeling it as much as i wanted to i mean i definitely i had tears in moments i'm gonna be honest because they so they did that side of things right they the throw up like the 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 romanov Black mm-hmm. Widow sacrificing herself. I really liked that moment, the way they did it as well, with Clint fought tooth and nail to try and make it him, not her. Yep. And then she just got the better of him in the end. I really liked that. And then I also liked how they Captain America's kind of send-off yep. with Chris Evans, you know, and then him having his life with Peggy. I thought that he deserved that, and I thought that was a good moment too. And even Stark sacrificing himself in the way they did it. I quite liked that as well. It's just, you know, overall, I don't know what it is exactly, apart from the things that I've already mentioned. Yeah. Uh, but overall, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good movie. But, Definitely, yeah. But obviously I think 
even some of the promotional stuff, like it hyped it to the point of like this is going to be the best thing ever. And it, and it wasn't. Like the best thing ever is generally the, the first thing in a franchise or may, maybe the second. It's rarely yes. when they're concluding a franchise. But I also think the weight of how much expectation they had and how much um, they had to pay off because no movie has ever had to do that before. No. No movie has had 21 other films in 10 years worth of build up in one shared universe to pay off and also not completely close the door. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, there was lots of really cool moments. I loved the camera panning through everyone at Stark's funeral, except there was a couple I was like, who the hell are they? But most of them I knew, but someone was like, okay. But, and I was almost like, that almost could have been the end, the very last shot. Yep. That almost would have worked. But I kind of like they still had those little bit extras. Yeah. Which so, they needed. Overall, I recommend go see it if you've seen the other ones. And oh, if yeah. You, if you've seen the other ones, you definitely need to see this. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Far From Home goes. Yeah, and what it opens up for Phase 4. Like, clearly they're going in a new direction with things, which is what they need to do. So yeah. hopefully it freshens it up and freshens up the way they do movies too so they're not... You know, still keep, you know, the Marvel aesthetic but not, yeah, just change it up a bit, do something a bit different. And here's to hoping they find a villain that actually lives up to the hype. Exactly. All right, that's us. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.